never know what's going to happen here at church on Sunday morning. From some a few technical difficulties to uh, impromptu singing, we like it. We are. I mean, I am so glad to see each and every one of you here with us in the in the in the congregation this morning. I can't talk. Um, thank you for deciding to choose Crestview Baptist Church to come and worship this morning. Um, I'm just so thankful that everyone's here. Uh, we have a few announcements to get us going. Uh, I want to remind everyone about our Wednesday night services that we have. I know you guys know, but if you don't know, we'd love to invite you out uh, 6.30 on Wednesday night. We have our adult Bible study, and we have our youth and children's activities that start. Um, I'd love to invite you guys out for that. Uh, a few announcements that were handed to me beforehand. Uh, the WMU, if you're a part of that group, they're going to meet next Thursday, not next Thursday, this Thursday at 6 p.m. at the home of Linda Lee. Um, if you have any questions of where that is, I'm going to, I don't know if Linda's watching, I'm going to say your address live on the internet. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that, Linda. If you, if you need directions to Linda's house, reach out to someone and we will help you out with that. Um, in the pews in front of you, there are some yellow envelopes and they say North Carolina um, state missions offering that is beginning um, our goal for this year is two thousand dollars so please be in prayer for that as we begin to collect that and um, we're gonna have a work day uh, this starts up um, if you're visiting with us for the very first time we would love to have some information so just to get to know you better um, just some in the pews in front of you if you would fill one of those out for us and drop it in the offering box as you leave today, we'd be greatly appreciative of that, just so we can get to know you a little better. Um, but I don't think I have any more announcements. Uh, I just ask you at this time to turn your hearts toward God. We have a very special service today. I'm excited about it, and I hope you guys are just as excited about it. Thank you, Chad. As, if, as you can tell, the podium is not here, the pulpit, and we have this small podium. We have a very morning. We are celebrating baptism, and it's not going to be something that we put at the beginning of the service or that we put at the end of the service. Baptism is going to be the service today, and we're going to be preaching about baptism. We're going to be enjoying and celebrating the example of obedience that three individuals will be showing as they follow the command of Christ in believer's baptism. About that. But uh, I wanted to share something with you, but before I do that, Joanne, as we start our service, Joanne wanted to say something. You got to come up here. just wanted to thank you all for your prayers.
in the Old Testament, we are told about the trumpets being blown. This is a shafar. This is from Israel. This is the trumpet that was blown. This was a trumpet that was sounded as they circled Jericho and blew in obedience to God's command and the walls fell. This is the trumpet that was sounded by Gideon and his men as they surrounded the army in the valley. This was the trumpet that was blown by the priests to call the children of Israel before God as they journeyed in the desert and was continued to be blown by the priest to call people to God. And this is also the trumpet that will sound on that day with a mighty shout as Christ returns to claim his people. So I'm going to blow this trumpet to call us to worship this morning as we go before God in prayer. Please remember as we go to the prayer to pray for the family of Marianne Knight, her daughter Lisa. Marianne passed away from COVID. This is Vicki Martin's aunt and her daughter, Vicki's cousin, Lisa, has only been given a 5% chance to live. Tony Jordan, who we've been praying for, passed away yesterday. And his mom passed away right after Tony did. All from COVID. She didn't pass away from COVID. She was just in bad health. We also need to continue to pray for Grayson Kimball, or Kimball High School. He is and he is uh, in a regular room and just on oxygen right now, but continue to pray for him as he continues to fight um, this virus. And then thank you again for praying for Doug and continue to pray for him as he continues to heal. Also, Miss Reba Strickland will be having surgery um, on the 16th for her cataract. Please remember to pray for her. And then Deb will be having a, Deborah will be having a procedure um, Tuesday. So please pray for her also. And please join me in prayer as we begin our time of worship together. Our blessed Lord, we come before you calling your people to come before you. Dear Lord, we have seen miracles that should not have happened. But dear Lord, you are the great physician. And we have seen that in the lives of Doug and in the lives of my brother. We thank you for those. And dear Lord, we thank you for the faith of those that have received ultimate healing. And now are standing with you. We thank you for that, dear Lord. We ask you to be with the ones that are still fighting sickness. That you would strengthen their bodies. 
that you would give the doctors wisdom in making decisions on what they need to do. Dear Lord, for those that are awaiting surgeries or procedures or test results, I ask you to be with them. Give them the peace that only you can. And dear Lord, as we celebrate baptism today, I ask that your spirit moves among your people, that you open our hearts, you open our ears, that we may receive your word today. And dear Lord, I pray that anyone that does not know you as their Savior today will not leave this place without having to come to know you in the most personal way possible. And dear Lord, I thank you for those that are following you in baptism today. And it is in the precious and sacred name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. There are times, silly grins on our faces today. We are loved by our Lord and Savior. He died for us because he loves us so much. And he rose again. And we have the right and the freedom to come here and to worship our Lord and Savior. We have seen healing and miracles just right within our own congregation. And we have reason to rejoice because we have three new believers being baptized today. So whenever there's just that much excitement going on, we need a song. And this is one of those songs. The chorus is just an easy where you just sing Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So let's stand as we sing page 425, the first and second verses of He Keeps Me Singing. And go ahead and grin while you're singing. ask the kids to come forward this morning. You know what? Last week was Labor Day, and I was a little sad because a lot of people were out of town, and I had my kid was the only one here. But I'm telling you what, when I can hear more than one kid crying during church, I don't know about y'all, that's a good sign to me. That's good stuff. I like it. So I love seeing these kids here. We're filling, the, filling them up. I like it. So guys, I want to talk to you about something special. But I've talked to Charlie beforehand. 
And I told him I was going to use him today, and he was okay with it. So, Charlie, will you come here for a minute? Today is a special day for Charlie. Today is Charlie's birthday. Did you guys know that? How old are you today, Charlie? Charlie is five years old today. And that is hard for me to believe, but today is a very special day for him. Who, who here likes having a birthday? You guys like your birthday? All right, who can remember the day you were born? Who remembers that? You guys remember that? You remember the day you were born? Man, that's pretty good if you guys remember that. All right, who, who also remembers, uh, and I really want to know this, Thomas, you might remember this too. Do you, who remembers living in their mommy's belly before they were born? Jesus. Jesus might, yeah, he sure he remembered that. You guys remember that? No? Good. Shouldn't remember that. So you were a little bitty, but we grew in our mommy's belly, right? And then we came into this world and we were born. Now, I like dad jokes. So how many birthdays, how many average birthdays does, the, does most people have? Do you know? How many birthdays does the average person have? Anybody know? 90. 90? One. You only have one birthday. The rest of them are just the anniversary of your birthday. I'm just, okay. I'm, it's one day. One day you'll think, man, he really is dumb. Um, but uh, no, but that's actually not true because, we, because once we, if we're believers, we had two birthdays. We had the day we were born and... The day we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we're born again. Did you know that? You can sit down now, Charlie. I just wanted to pick on you for a minute. So we're born again. What does that mean? What does that mean to be born again? Well, you know, there was this guy. His name was Nicodemus. And he asked, he, Jesus talked to him about it. And I'm going to go here, and I'm going to look in this. I've got my book. I've got my... It's John chapter, two, chapter 3, and this guy named Nicodemus was talking to him, and he asked him where he was from, and Jesus told him, he said, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And this guy was really confused. He's like, am I supposed to get in my mommy's belly and be born again? Do you think that's what the Bible's talking about? No. But when we come to know Jesus Christ, we're a new person because of something called sin. And when we, when, when we know Jesus, all that sin is washed away. And we become a new person in Christ. Isn't that amazing? And so the older kids are going to stay in here today. Now the little bitties are going to go out with uh, Laura and Laura after this. But the older kids are going to stay in here today. And you guys are going to get to see what it means to celebrate that being born again in Jesus Christ. Some of you guys have been baptized, some of you haven't, and we're going to have a very special baptism service today. So I want you guys to really pay attention if you're in here and think about what it means to be born again. And if you have questions about that, and you think, I want to know what that means, I'm, I'm really curious about that. You can always talk to me you can talk to Mr. Artie, Miss Sandra, your Sunday school, your Wednesday night teachers. Ask your parents, and they can get you to somebody if they can't help you, okay? So I want you to, I just want to encourage you to do that. So let's bow our heads, and we're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and the little bitties are going to go out with uh, the two Miss Lawrence. God, thank you so much for this day, for each one of these young boys and young girls that are here. 
Thank you for all the kids that we get to have in our church. And thank you for this special day of baptism. And thank you for allowing us to be born again when we mess up and, and we live in a way that's not happy to you, Lord. Thank you for that opportunity we have through Jesus to be born again. All this we ask in your name. Amen. I think you're going to go with Miss Go, I think. When I was, um, <laughs> when I was thinking about singing this song, I was trying to uh, figure out what I wanted to say uh, before. And there is a line in the song that says, um, my heart turns violently inside of my chest. And I got to thinking about when I was saved, when I was, I think I was probably nine or ten, I can't remember exactly. But I do remember the day that I went down to the front, my heart was violently <laughs> beating inside of my chest. Um, it's just something about the spirit gets a hold of you like that. And um, right now my heart's beating inside of my chest too because um, this song is uh, a little bit different. I love the piano music to it. And Lisa was playing it, I think she was playing it one time for um, the prayer when Artie was praying. And I was like, you have the music to that song. I love that song. And she's like, I can get it. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. So, <laughs> so we're going to do it. Uh, there is one thing that I wanted to read. I found this uh, blog by Lisa Apello, and it's 28 Bible verses about God's love. And there's, there's a whole lot more than 28, but these were just the 28 that she chose. And uh, one of them is... Uh, she says, God loved you enough to go through temptation, ridicule, poverty, hate, hunger, threats, exhaustion, humiliation, grief, betrayal, rejection, injustice, blasphemy, submission, mocking, flogging, derision, crucifixion, wrath, and death. Greater love has no man than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. John 15, 13.
as I have shared, that this is going to be a little bit different service. This is the first time. This thing doesn't have weights on it. This is the first time that I've actually done this, where I am going to be preaching from the baptistry. But it seemed very much appropriate. Because we are celebrating today. We are celebrating baptism. And that's the title of our sermon, Celebration of Baptism. And if you would turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 28, we're going to look at the verse that Jesus gave his disciples, the Great Commission. So if you would turn to Matthew chapter 28 and stand as we read verses 19 and 20. This is what Jesus tells his disciples. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Let's pray. Our Lord and Savior, we come before you, praising your name. Dear Lord, we are here today to celebrate three of your disciples being obedient to you in baptism. And dear Lord, we praise you for, the, for that. Thank you for the reading of your word. Bless it. And it's in the holy and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. So, why do we celebrate baptism? There's a lot of different Things A lot of times we tack baptism on at the be very beginning of the service or at the very end of the service. Sometimes we don't even do it in a service and churches will have a separate time where they come back for baptism. As I was growing up, we never had baptism in service, mainly because at that point we didn't have a baptistry and we had to borrow another church's baptistry. Here at Crestview, before this building was built and before this baptistry was put in, they baptized in a water trough. There is a galvanized water trough out there in the corner of the woods that was used as the baptistry for this church. So why do we celebrate it? Well, the first reason we celebrate is this, is that baptism represents the cleansing, the unclean, and becoming acceptable to God. And this is not just a New Testament thing. This is actually goes all the way back to the Old Testament. If you look in Leviticus chapter 8, verses 6 and 9, it says, Then Moses and Aaron and his sons come near and wash them with water. He put the tunic on him and girded him with the sash and clothed him and the with the robe and put the ephod on him. And he girded him with the artistic band of the ephod and which he tied to him. Then he placed the breastplate on him, and in the, in the breastplate he put the Urim and the Thummim, 
he also placed a turban on his head, and on the turban at its front he placed a golden plate, the holy crown, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. You see, even before they could serve God as priests, they had to be washed, they had to be cleansed. And in fact, in early rabbinic teaching, if someone wanted to convert and become a Jew, they had to do three things. One of which is they had, as a male, they had to receive the mark of the covenant of Moses. They had to be circumcised. The second was a sacrifice. And the third is that they had to be baptized into the family of Jews. You see, we no longer have to have the mark of the, of the covenant, Moses's the, the, the covenant of Abraham, we do not have to be circumcised because once we accept Jesus Christ, he puts his mark on us. We are sealed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We don't have to make a sacrifice because Jesus was the perfect sacrifice once and for all, for all the sins that we've ever committed or ever will commit one time. The perfect sacrifice, the Lamb of God. And the third, baptism. We do that to follow the example of Jesus Christ. The second thing is, is that baptism represents a life that has come to the Savior, Jesus Christ. Romans 6, 4 says this, Therefore we have been buried with him through baptism into death. So that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. Baptism represents an outward expression of what Christ has done in our life. I am buried with Christ. In fact, as we baptize, we say that you are buried with Christ in baptism, risen to walk in the, name, in the newness of life. It represents the old man dying. It represents the newness of life where it says that through Christ, old things have passed away, all things have become new. It represents the work of the Holy Spirit in us, changing us, making us more and more like Jesus Christ. And then thirdly, baptism represents the first act of obedience by a new disciple. John 3, 5 says, Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. See, baptism in itself does not save us. It is only the blood of Jesus Christ and accepting his gift of salvation that saves us. But is, is the baptism, the following him in obedience that seals us, it makes that salvation experience real. It is our first act of obedience as a disciple. And then lastly, baptism represents becoming part of of the body of believers. Acts 
says this, Then those who received his word were baptized, and that day there were added about 3,000 souls to their number. You see, church, baptism brings us in to the body of believers. It is not just a requirement for church membership. It is a requirement by God that we join his church. We celebrate baptism because of what it represents. It is not just getting in this pool. It is not just getting wet. There has been a lot of debate over what form of baptism is correct. And in fact, baptism was only through submersion for many, many years. And it wasn't until after the Reformation that sprinkling started becoming more of a, of a thing. In fact, during the Reformation, one of the, the books that was used telling pastors and priests on how to conduct baptism, it actually tells them that as they are baptizing a child that they are to dunk him three times, one of them face down, unless that child was sick. For every indication in the Bible, every time it talks about baptism, it is talking about submersion. And it is a very important part of being a believer in Jesus Christ. It shows the outside world what has actually happened internally in our soul. And today we get to celebrate that. As three people through the years have accepted Christ, but they've never been baptized. And today they want to make it public that they are disciples of Christ and they are following him in baptism. Chad, if you come and get this. Sakura. This is Sakura Hicks. How old are you, Sakura? Eleven. She's eleven years old. She accepted Christ as her savior. And she started talking to Chad back in vacation Bible school about, about being baptized. I want to make this very clear to you. I don't put an age restriction on being baptized. Many churches do. Socorro was told she couldn't be baptized until she was older. What I told Pastor Chad and what I'm telling you as a church is that just as Jesus said, do not hinder the little ones from coming to me. If they're at the age that they can accept Christ as their per personal Savior and they understand exactly what their choice is about, and they understand the fact that they need Jesus 
and they want to be obedient to them. If Chad is convinced and I am convinced that they understand exactly what they're doing, I'm going to baptize them. And Sakura comes to be baptized today. And Sakura, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Yes. And are you ready to follow him in believer's baptism? So it is in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that I baptize you, Sikora, as my sister in Christ, buried with Christ in baptism, raised to walk in the newness of life. And now we have the special occasion that we get to baptize a husband and wife together. So, Deborah, and Chris, This is Chris and Deborah Sanders. And you guys don't know how big a deal this is because Deborah does not like having her head underwater. <laughs> but she is here to follow Christ in baptism. So, Deborah, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Yes. And are you ready to follow him in baptism? Yes. So it is in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that I baptize you, Deborah, as my sister in Christ, buried with Christ in baptism, raised to walk in the newness of life. And Chris, we've talked a lot about football. Yeah. Uh, but have you accepted Christ as your Savior? Yes, sir, I have. And are you ready to follow him in believer's baptism? Yes, sir, I am. Okay. It is in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that I baptize you, Chris, my brother in Christ, buried with Christ in baptism, raised to walk in the newness of life. Now, how is that? Husband and wife, and now brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you, guys. Oh, I almost forgot. Hang on. <laughs> You see, the blowing of that trumpet not only signifies God calling us to himself, but also represents Christ coming back to get us. And they have been sealed through baptism. And they are now members of the family of God. That is awesome. 
as we go into our time of invitation. I'm going to stay here. As we sing, Chad's going to be up front. If there is somebody here right now, even though you're not prepared, if there's somebody here right now that it come, want, needs to accept Christ and wants to get baptized, we will do it right now. Come down. Just like the eunuch did with Philip. When Philip explained the gospel to him, he says, what is keeping it from happening? There is water right there. There is water right here. This is your chance to follow God. Thank you for being here today. I'm going to ask Larry if he would make his way up to the front to dismiss us in prayer. We will also have baptism next week, so we're not going to be draining this pool. We have baptism next week as well. And again, we'll have adult and one child getting baptized. Don't forget also deacons. We have our business or our deacons meeting next week at 8:30 in the prayer room. And then we will have business meeting after the service next week as well. Thank you for being here. Thank you for celebrating baptism with us today. And we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you. May we all go home.